0: THK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Andrew Shirovsky. The headlines: two more universities remove artwork commemorating June the 4th. A government advisor on COVID vaccination says Hong Kong doesn't need a fourth round of jabs, and the northern city of Xi'an goes into its second day of lockdown. Two more university of t- uh, universities have taken down artwork commemorating June the 4th, a day after the University of Hong Kong removed the Pillar of Shame sculpture from campus. Timmy Sung reports.
1: The Goddess of Democracy statute at Chinese University was taken down overnight, as was a large war sculpture at Nang University. In a statement, Chinese university said it had rejected the original request... to display the statute on campus 11 years ago... and no organization has taken responsibility for its maintenance and management. Two groups had put up the statute, but the university noted... that the Hong Kong alliance in support of patriotic democratic movements of China has now been dissolved... While the university's own student union is effectively dysfunctional, it therefore decided to take the statute away after an internal assessment. Lingnan University, meanwhile, explained that it took down a relief to protect the overall interest of the university community after a recent assessment.
0: A government advisor on COVID-19 vaccination says there's no need for Hong Kong to rush into arranging a fourth round of jabs for the public, saying the pandemic will only end if vaccines are more evenly distributed around the world. Professor Lao Yu Long, who chairs the Scientific Committee on Vaccine Preventable Diseases, said the bigger picture needs to be looked at. When it comes to considering additional booster shots, he said it would be selfish for Hong Kong to roll out a fourth round of jabs when it's basically maintaining zero local infections. (laughs) We shouldn't just look at
1: Hong Kong or just look at the country, but the entire world. The World Health Organization has already said so, and other experts and myself have said it as well. For the pandemic to end, not only the rich countries have to reach a 70 or 80% take-up rate, the entire world, especially African countries that currently only have a 10% vaccination rate, they have to reach
0: 70 to 80% for the pandemic to come to an end. Meanwhile, all adults who've received two BioNTech jabs will be able to get their third shot starting from New Year's Day. The government says it's expanding the COVID booster program following expert advice. This means all adults who received their second dose of either the Sinovac or the BioNTech jab at least six months ago will be eligible for a booster. Those aged between 12 and 17 can also get their second BioNTech jab 12 weeks after receiving their first shot. Bookings and walk-in vaccinations will start at 8 a.m. on New Year's Day. A prominent virologist is warning people not to delay getting booster shots because if the highly transmissible transmissible Omicron variant starts to spread in Hong Kong, it will be too late. Professor Malik Paris from the University of Hong Kong says it takes time to build up immunity after getting a jab, and he warned of the risks of being complacent. The fact
1: that there is no COVID may be making people complacent, but I think COVID has repeatedly taught us that the complacency is really fraught with the major dangers. Because as I told you, once it gets seen, the spread will be so fast that I'm keeping in mind that, that you, you do need some time to build up immunity after uh, the vaccine, especially if you are not been vaccinated. It will take one and a half months to build up your immunity from two doses.
0: Health officials believe a toilet cleaner who works at the airport may have contracted the highly transmissible Omicron COVID variant. This prompted an overnight lockdown in the Tunman block where he lives. Over 1,200 residents were tested at Anhe House in Siuhei Court, but no new cases were found, and the lockdown was lifted at 6.15 this morning. Health officials say the cleaner had spent time in the storeroom inside the toilet during work and had been in the toilet with preliminary positive cases. He has no recent travel history and last went to work on Wednesday. The Red Cross Blood Transfusion Service has appealed to people to give blood, saying inventories are currently very low. It says there's a high demand for blood at public hospitals in the winter season, and blood products, especially those of type O, are very depleted. A new section of Promenade in Wan Chai has officially opened to the public. That now makes it possible to walk along the harbor front all the way from Western to Fortress Hill. The new walkway includes access to the water next to the Royal Hong Kong Yacht Club in Causeway Bay, where members of the public can enjoy pedal boat rides. Paul Chan, a member of the Harborfront Commission and Vice President of the Institute of Landscape Architects, says he hopes the new features will encourage more people to visit the harbour
1: is uh, to allow people to go and access to the waterfront first uh, even though not all of the infrastructure or buildings are there yet which is typically take uh, a lot longer. Um, so uh, we have raised the public awareness on the quality of our harbor fund which will actually uh, help the ongoing development uh, on the enhancement uh, of the various sections of
0: the waterfront. A day after enforcing a strict lockdown on Xi'an, the capital of Shaanxi, mainland officials have reported 52 new locally transmitted COVID-19 cases in the province. Over the past two weeks, health authorities in the city of 13 million people have confirmed more than 200 cases of the virus. Here's the BBC's Celia Hatton. By noon on Thursday, Chinese health workers had carried out 4 million COVID tests part of their drive to screen virtually all of Xi'an's 13 million residents. Only supermarkets and medical facilities are open. Each household can release one person to shop for necessities every two days. So far, the Omicron variant has not been found in Xi'an. China's leaders are determined to do whatever they can to eliminate all cases of COVID before the busy Chinese New Year holiday and the Winter Olympics, both due to begin in early February. The former South Korean president, Park Gunye, is to be granted a presidential pardon. Ms. Park was serving a 22-year sentence for corruption. President Moon Jae-in had previously ruled out a pardon for his predecessor. This report from BBC's Laura Bicker. This is a surprise announcement to pardon a president whose impeachment marked a watershed moment in South Korean politics. Millions filled the streets of Seoul for weeks in 2016, angry at an unfolding scandal which revealed corrupt links between the presidential office and wealthy, family-run conglomerates. The 69-year-old was the country's first female president and the first to be impeached. She has served four years of a 22-year sentence. The Justice Minister said the decision had been made for the unification of the people. Miss Park is also suffering from a number of health issues. She's one of 3,094 people receiving a New Year's pardon. A jury in the American state of Minnesota has found a white former police officer guilty of manslaughter for shooting dead an unarmed black motorist. During the trial, Kim Potter said she had mistaken her handgun for a taser when she killed Dante Wright during a traffic stop in April. Body cam video shows her shouting, Taser, before shooting him in the chest with a 9mm Glock pistol. Speaking after the verdict, Dante's mother, Katie Wright, says she was overwhelmed. The moment that we heard guilty emotions, every single emotion that you could imagine just running through your body at that moment. Um, I kind of let out a yelp because it was built up in the anticipation of what was to come while we were waiting for the last few days. And um, we want to thank the entire prosecution team. We want to thank everybody who's been out there that has supported us in this, this long fight for accountability. The court in India has urged Prime Minister Narendra Modi and the Election Commission to postpone polls in the country's biggest state due to the spread of the Omicron variant of the coronavirus. Uttar Pradesh state is scheduled to hold assembly elections in February. The BBC's on Thirajan reports from Delhi.
1: The judge at Allahabad High Court requested the Indian election authorities to immediately ban all public meetings and rallies of political parties in the northern state of Uttar Pradesh. In a plea to Prime Minister Narendra Modi, the judge remarked, if there is life, there is hope. The appeal came as India recorded its biggest daily jump in the number of Omicron infections, with more than 340 confirmed cases. Mr Modi addressed a large public gathering in the holy town of Varanasi on Thursday, hours before he chaired a meeting to discuss to contain the pandemic. Video showed thousands of Mr Modi's supporters cheering his speech, most of them without masks.
0: Historians of Britain's royal family have revealed that one 18th century monarch, George III, may have held a personal view on slavery seemingly at odds with his public opposition to abolition. The BBC's Matt Graveling has the story. During his 59-year reign, there were calls to abolish the slave trade, something which George opposed.
1: However, an essay included in the Georgian Papers Program by King's College London and the Royal Collection Trust suggests that at one point, King George may have had different views on slavery. In the manuscript entitled, Of Laws Relative to Government in General, composed before he became king, George wrote that slavery was equally repugnant to the civil law as to the law of nature. However, despite his
0: opposition to the abolitionist cause during his reign, he did sign the law finally banning the slave trade in 1807. To finance news, the Hang Seng Index has ended the day at 23,223. That's 30 points up on the previous close, turnover standing at $51 billion. In currency, the U.S. dollar is trading at 114.28 to the yen, and the euro is standing at 1 U.S. dollar and 13 cents. The pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 45 cents. To sport, we start with football, where the English Premier League has postponed Liverpool's game against Leeds United and the match between Wolves and Watford because of the coronavirus. Both games were scheduled for Boxing Day in the UK, but have been called off after requests from Leeds and Watford. A total of 12 top-flight games have been called off due to the increase in COVID-19 cases. Club managers met with the Premier League on Thursday to discuss issues around the pandemic and the fixture schedule. More from BBC's Simon Stone.
1: My understanding is that the managers and the captains made their feelings known uh, in the Premier League meetings that they've had today um, and and left the league really in no doubt that 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 is how they feel and they don't agree with the way that the fixtures are scheduled and and presumably the, the decision to continue with the season. The problem is... It's actually their club owners who are making these decisions rather than the league itself. It was a meeting of the club owners on Monday that decided to carry on with, with the season. So the, the the complaints have been aired now in private and in public.
0: The NBA's Brooklyn Nets says they have enough players to fly to Los Angeles and play their Christmas game against the Lakers amidst a surge of COVID 19 cases throughout the league. James Harden has cleared the league's health and safety protocols and is expected to play. But his teammate Kevin Durant, the league's leading scorer, is still in the protocols. The Nets have had their last three games called off because of the coronavirus. The top two teams in the NBA will also be meeting on Christmas Day in the U.S. when the Phoenix Suns host the Golden State Warriors. The Suns top the league with 25 wins from their first 30 games. The Warriors will have to wait a bit longer for the return of Clay Thompson. The five-time All-Star needs more time to recover from the injury that's kept him out since the 2019 NBA Finals. More from RTHK's Rage Ivanovic. It's quite clear that he's planning now a return to the Golden State Warriors lineup Sometime after Christmas, and he's hoping to get in plan shape by playing, you know, limited minutes early on. So that should be uh, that should be a big uh, positive plus for the for the Warriors and for fans across the league. But certainly disappointment that Clay is not going to make his return on Christmas Day. But nonetheless, that's going to be a great game between Phoenix and Golden State. Both teams, 25 victories so far this season. The governing body for world athletics has ordered the soles of all competitors' shoes to be of uniform thickness. From November 2024, all footwear for track and field events must have a maximum stack height of 20 millimetres. Here's the BBC's Alex Capstick.
1: Over the past few years, advances in running shoe technology have become a major issue, especially in long-distance events. World records have been shattered and the sport's governing body has been trying to find a balance between innovation and athletes getting an unfair advantage. Competitors, coaches, biomechanics and shoe companies were consulted. It resulted in a change from the existing rules, which allow sole thickness to range from 20 to 40 millimetres, depending on the discipline, to a limit of 20 millimetres across the board.
0: To the weather, forecasters say people here should wrap up warm as an intense winter monsoon will reach Hong Kong over the Christmas holiday, with a mercury expected to dip to 9 degrees or below on Monday. Cheng Ping is Senior Scientific Officer.
1: An intense winter monsoon will arrive Guangdong tomorrow on Christmas Day. Under the influence of the associated cold surge, the weather in Hong Kong is expected to become appreciably cold on Sunday, Monday and Tuesday. It will also be windy. Urban temperatures on Monday are expected to drop to around 9 degrees or below. Apart from the cold weather, there will be one or two rain patches tomorrow night and it will be cloudy with rain on Sunday and on Monday. It will also be windy. Rain and wind will give you a much stronger feeling of cold.
0: The temperature right now is standing at 21 degrees Celsius, with the relative humidity of 77 percent. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Two more universities remove artwork commemorating June the 4th. A government advisor on COVID vaccination says Hong Kong doesn't need a fourth round of jabs. And the northern city of Xi'an goes into its second day of lockdown. And from us in the newsroom, a very Merry Christmas to all of you. And that's the news from RTHK.
1: This weather's not The rule has been destroyed
0: Afternoon, and welcome to the One, Two, Three show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Friday afternoon. Slightly tongue tied, just one more day before Christmas, as Radio Three is very busy preparing for some wonderful Christmas programs for you. Before we get to all of that, many thanks once again to Phil for the morning brew, also to the newsroom team. Today, we've got a big topic of loneliness during the Christmas holidays and festive period, and brought on by the pandemic. And we'll be chatting.